developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Can't be too proud right now. I'm eating my words just a little bit. Eating a few of my choice select words from last week. Uh, they took down the construction site fence around the Keyum Park downtown uh, uh, before the weekend. And uh, that must have been within 48 hours, give or take, of me chirping about the timeline of when that fence was coming down. His last week on Friday, or sorry, Thursday rather, I was talking about how it's so lovely. They've put up the tree. You can take some lovely photos, but they're going to have to be through that fence, the construction site fence. And I was saying, When's, what's the timeline? What's going on here? When is that going to be gone? Uh, it is uh, already, happy to say, noticed on Friday night that the barrier was gone. So now you can gather the family, gather the friends, take your wintry photos by the big community Christmas tree. But uh, I did notice that uh, at least as of Friday night, maybe it's changed over the weekend, but as of Friday night, those uh, Christmas tree lights, they... Uh, they weren't on and twinkling, so, you know. The little lights are not twinkling. I know, Arden. Thanks for noticing. I wasn't aware of this. Bob Dylan apparently almost was known as Little Willie. As his uh, stage name, his nom de plume, his performance moniker, um, there was a huge collection that was detailed as unprecedented from the U.S. singer-songwriter that uh, got a huge amount of money at auction, over 500,000 pounds. And uh, apparently uh, there were some love letters that were sent by the singer to uh, a uh, paramour that detailed that he was thinking about calling himself Little Willie as well as Elston. I think Bob Dylan, you know, just kind of nailed it with just going by Bob Dylan. Coachella, huge city of a music festival in the summertime. Earlier this year, they auctioned off as part of their Coachella collectibles line of NFTs. Uh, ten lifetime passes, ten of them that were called Coachella Keys. And they're NFTs that uh, were part of a cryptocurrency exchange known as FTX, titled Lifetime Passes, valued at $1.5 million. Problem is... The exchange FTX crashed over the weekend, and now these keys are completely unretrievable, unavailable, unusable. I hope they figure out something for the purchasers, but the future is not so friendly, apparently. Tuesday. Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, is uh, less than a month away now. I think December 16th is the date, if I'm not uh, mistaken. But a new trailer just showed up as well to get us all excited for it. And, and in addition to that, we now know the runtime of the return to Pandora to meet the green alien water kitties alongside the blue alien land kitties. Can't wait for the third one when we meet the purple alien sky kitties. But I digress. Um, the runtime is going to be no less than three hours and 10 minutes. The way of the water is absolutely right. It's going to be flowing right down into my bladder at the most exciting moment in the movie. The way of the water is the way to the bathroom. Bring back the intermission for three-hour movies. Come on. One of the biggest world sport events of all. In fact, matched 
sport events, it's on top for viewership. Several billion people watching. And uh, you might be surprised to find out. We are talking about just a little earlier that the Olympics, uh, summer getting in at either side of 2 billion viewers each time one of those rolls around. Of course, there's controversy that goes along with it. I hardly know any of it at all. What I do know is just how difficult it can be for people who are dyed-in-the-wool soccer, that love the World Cup, sorry, that would call it football even though they're in North America. Like, those kinds of people absolutely love to watch it, and it must be a real, real chore for them to bring along people, wake them up for those weird, weird weird-houred matches, something like 2.45 this morning for one of them. And just have them complain the entire time like Moss from the IT crowd. Ray, he's kicked the ball. <laughs> now the ball's over there. That man has it now. That's an interesting development. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Mega death at the forefront of it. Dave Mustaine is saying we need to do another Big Four concert. I'd say, hey, make it a tour. Make it more than just one big show. But by Big Four, he does mean, of course, his own band Megadeth, his former band Metallica, as well as Anthrax, and hoping that they will come out of retirement, Slayer. This would be amazing. Now, uh, there were some of these uh, concerts of sort of a series back in 2010 and in 2011, and uh, there were, uh, you know, big, big, big love uh, for fans from these shows. Uh, big, big moment, right? This was the first time this something like this had ever happened for the Metal Thrashers, and Dave Mustaine is trying to make it happen again. But there's no word on anything official. Meanwhile, it is official. It's over for at least the U.S. leg of the Elton John Farewell Tour, which does mean that it was the very last live performance in the United States that Elton John played last night. And he wasn't alone. Brandy Carlisle joined for it, as well as uh, Kiki D, and uh, a singer that has made a big connection with Elton John over the last couple of years, Dua Lipa as well. It was at Dodger Stadium in L.A., and it is all wrapped up now. Though, you can actually watch it on the Disney Plus. Wednesday. I've got a gift that you might want to give about this time of year to your loved ones. Give the gift of a call to your elderly and particularly gullible family members ahead of this holiday season. I mean, it's really already begun, but seriously, seriously, talk to them about scams online and on the phone. And while we're on the subject, no, we will never actually ask you for your credit card. There's no conceivable scenario where we would want it. So don't give it. Don't don't believe anybody asking for it on our behalf. Not going to happen. But, it, you know, it's not like scams aren't rampant through the entire year, but there is a ramp up this time of year because it's known that people save up some holiday spending money. And also, the heartstrings just get easier to tug over the lonely winter. You don't have $10,000 to lose. Neither does Grandpa. Super fun story of Alice Cooper being the uh, the namesake for a new piece of machinery out there in the world. In Arizona, they don't really count their... Uh, snow moving equipment for the, uh, the the road infrastructure by the city or by the municipality. They do it by the entire state because it's Arizona, after all. They don't get a ton of it, but they do get some. Apparently, they've got about 200 snow plows ready to go. They did a Name the New Snowplows contest for this year. There were a ton of names, almost 5,000 different names suggested, over 7,000 votes to the 15 finalists, and of the three winners, among them is one named Alice Scooper, 
which will be stationed in Flagstaff. And yes, Alice Cooper does know about it. In a video that he shared with the internet and with the people of, uh, of Arizona, he said this. It's one of the highlights of my life. And uh, I just wanted to make sure of one thing. It's a snow scooper, not a pooper scooper, is it? A snow scooper. Oh, well, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> he says, I will see you later, Flagstaff. I will see you later. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. I encountered a new power move yesterday, new to my repertoire. Um, after I spent some time uh, being completely bewildered, shocked, appalled by the absolute lack of chicken, dwindling supply of turkey and beef, and fighting back tears at the cost of literally everything at the grocery store, I then... I found myself just nothing but impressed uh, over in the produce section. Uh, I not only witnessed, but I was the target of a self-narration power move, specifically at the avocados. I was just, just absolutely impressed. I mean, you know, avocados—it's a—it's a—it's a bit of a game to find the right one any time of year. But it seems to be a little extra difficult right now. Either they are super unripe, and you're like, "Well, I'm not going to be able to eat this for a few days, and then I'll probably miss that window," or or you get them, and they, they're just completely way past the point, right? I managed to start to search around, find some promising prospects, and then a guy stepped right into my bubble, like directly into my bubble, and just started narrating what he was doing with the avocados and his search for my benefit. Be like, mm, no, that one's no good. Um, you know, I'm going to look at this one, and uh, no, just no, 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 that one's not good. Oh, there's a good one. And still managed to, you know, stand my own ground long enough to find two that were in that 12-hour window of ripeness for myself, but, but hats off, because it worked. It stopped me in my tracks, it gave me pause, and the guy found himself some avocados. I can't blame him, I can't fault him for the self-narration power move. I'm going to use that now. What's expensive, but is absolutely worth the cost? That's the big question this morning, every Wednesday morning, asking you big questions, making your brain work way too early, but we got some great answers today. What is expensive, but worth the cost? Now, a lot of people saying very funny answers. Divorce came up a few times on the text line. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I get you. I totally do. Uh, dental work. April says dental work. Uh, Don says children. Yeah, I know. And uh, to lesser and greater degrees, John is onto it with the new winter tires. He says it's expensive, hard to afford, but boy, do you ever need it. You got to do it. Patrick saying good footwear. Treat your feet right. Yeah. Tony said the LED Christmas lights that they bought for the tree this year supposed to last 40 years. That's going to lessen the blow. I hate to burst your bubble. Those things usually last like one season, sadly. Um, and then a lot, I mean a lot of people getting in touch. Leanne, Mark, Laura, a ton of people saying, hey, mattresses, bedware. You spend like a third of your life in your bed. Why not splurge just a little bit? Hey, I totally get it. Also, uh, divorce. Thursday. I'd like to think that some of those fired, fired by Twitter, uh, the employees are really actually just starting their own Hallmark movies, though. Their fairy tales have just begun, you know? That's my headcanon anyway. Everything was going so well, or so they thought, until Mr. Musk came along and sent them packing in 280 characters or less. Time to head back to some 
Midwestern small town home to live with the parents, or maybe maybe some eccentric aunt who practices Reiki constantly. And though the town square is constantly, perpetually full of shoppers and ice skaters at any given time, they'll meet only three, maybe four other people in a meaningful way. And among them will be the perfect potential partner to both lift them up and see their innate intelligence, spirit, and beauty while also challenging them about their previously held ideals about life, work, and love. Or maybe Mastodon is hiring now. It is fun to unlearn things, honestly. I enjoy getting new information and having something that I held to be an absolute fact get shattered. You know, it can be fun. It can be hard, actually. That can be something that's very, very difficult psychologically to face. But honestly, when it comes to, you know, meaningless things, it's super fun. Commonly known facts that just aren't. And what am I talking about? Like, your heart is on your left side. Well, it's left of center, but really it's in the middle of your... You can get warts if you touch a frog. Well, no, not really. It's caused by a virus. A human spread virus, actually. Uh, carrots make your eyesight better. No, they've got some stuff that might promote eye health, but so do most foods, right? The one that really got me, it wasn't that gum doesn't stay in your stomach for, for seven years, it was that polygraph tests aren't actually accurate to detect when somebody's lying. They actually don't do it at all. The lie detector one blew my mind. I found that out a while ago thanks to Adam Ruins Everything. Even the inventor has denounced the accuracy, saying it's basically just pseudoscience. But they're still used to stress people into admissions, or at least providing more information that can be investigated, right? The most shocking fact of all is that Maury Povich was misleading and manipulating us for ratings. My entire worldview is now broken. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. My plan, I'm going to go settle in for a day of watching the new deep fried turkey disaster videos to start rolling in from the States on the internet. Oh yeah, that's some good watching. That's for sure. And in my experience, it doesn't make the turkey any less dry. We did try deep frying a turkey one year. It was tasty. It certainly was tasty. The, the flavor was there, but it still it was turkey. It was still, it was, I mean, just put it in the oven. Just roast it. Just do it. Um, in fact, grease-based fireballs tend to dry things out pretty quick, no matter what it is. So I'll, I'll still take a drumstick, though, if it's not too charred. Friday. One month from the day today. Oh, my gosh. And it also happens to fall on Black Friday. Hope you're prepared. I am hopelessly not. Maybe I found a couple of things that I might be uh, looking at a little bit later on today. Uh, most of my actual planning, picking out, shopping probably all going to happen on this day. But just putting this idea out there into the universe for Fort McMurray, for Wood Buffalo, uh, if somebody wanted to knit uh, a particularly grandma-y holiday sweater for the Buffalo statue downtown, I would think that's a pretty great idea. Uh, with other woodland critters on it, if possible. I mean, I'm not placing an order or anything. I'm just saying what would be great. And now we wait. But, uh, you know, don't hold your breath. Cruising through the streets of Tabor, Alberta. Yeah, you already know, don't you? You, you saw? Hashtag Tabor Ostrich. Uh, wild, wild videos capturing the imaginations, the attention spans of uh, Albertans uh, all over yesterday and this morning as well. It still remains. Uh, the jokes that are flying in the comment sections are killing me. There's a lot of Letterkenny allegedly's going on and I'm here for it but uh, none of that was going on with the ostriches they were just getting rounded up uh, some 20 of them though I've only seen footage of uh, one or maybe two it's hard to tell they um, they ostriches kind of all 
they all look alike. But about 20 ostriches to a field? Yeah, that sounds about right for a farm. I don't know how they got out. I don't know the story. All I know is I saw the video of the RCMP truck rolling up beside one with, I believe the owner of the ostrich was in the passenger seat. I don't know how this got concocted. Uh, I don't know how this guy talked his way into just no, don't no, just we got to chase those birds. Let me into the cockpit on the co-pilot seat. I will I will stick my hand out of the out of the uh, truck and be completely ineffective in actually wrangling back these ostriches again. But it makes for some good video. And uh, apparently uh, not too much harm was done when the ostriches were wrangled up, which, you know, you hope for. You're listening to the Steve Reed podcast, podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Of course, shopping is on the mind. Maybe you want to give somebody a piece of music iconography. Well, for charity, for her own charity, specifically called The Circle, Annie Lennox, the icon herself, is uh, actually auctioning off some of her own handwritten lyrics. Uh, Sweet Dreams are made of this, for instance, but also bringing together some other female artists, Billie Eilish, Alicia Keys, Brandi Carlile, Angelique Kidjo, and they each have uh, contributed some of their own handwritten lyrics, and the actual auction is already on and is continuing until December 5th online and even with a prize a sweepstakes uh, entry uh, being awarded as of December 15th so a little bit of time before the actual holiday arrives the gift giving season but my big question would be who is actually handwriting the lyrics it makes it sound like these were maybe the notes as the songs were being created but you never know just handwritten lyrics could be written by anybody as we've learned from a little bit of controversy stirred up by none other than Bob Dylan. There are uh, refunds being offered to the tune of $600 from the publisher giant Simon & Schuster because they have publicly acknowledged that the signed copies of the Philosophy of Modern Song by Bob Dylan were actually signed in pen replica form, never actually touched by the man himself, which is why they are going for $600. Yeah, probably a good move to do the refunds. They say the fish gets bigger every time you tell the story about catching it. But, I mean, when you get photographic evidence, it helps. It helps tell the tale. This is out of the UK. The biggest goldfish you'll ever see. I mean, most likely. It'd be a fair bet. Maybe record-breaking size for this guy. Uh, and it was 67 pounds, to be exact. A goldfish really can get as big as the bull that they live in, can't they? Uh, you know, you're told that as a kid, they have indeterminate growth. But uh, you don't see examples like this too often. Goldfish caught in the wild, 67 pounds. And there's no way, after seeing the photos of this thing, that you cannot convince me that this thing is a Pokemon in real life. Look at it. Look at it. Trust me. Its face is too big. It's as big as the guy who caught it. All right? And it's too expressive. The eyes. I feel like I could have a philosophical debate with this thing, and it might just win. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.